right. Welcome to uh, the newest episode of Let's Talk Now. I don't know if that started picking up at all because the timer just started. So if you're listening to it, you know who we are. We're I'm Ryan and and I'm Brandon. And, uh, so and we're and we're talking. The Let's talk comics. And it's episode who knows what ten. <laughs> who knows? Who cares? anymore? It, it doesn't Fly matter. Why about the pants? Yeah. Well, I should this do is... every time we do like a uh, new. We should just act like the character. So now I'm like, so I'm acting like Deadshot. Yeah. Like I don't care. I don't know whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't care. <laughs> What episode this is? Yeah, I'm drinking, I'm drinking. Actually, I'm drinking a beer. Not that he drinks a beer in this, I think, but I feel like he would drink. Beer. He has that vibe. I mean, like <laughs> he's at the bar in like the first issue too. That's true. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I already forgot that. So the plot time is gonna be really interesting for this one. <laughs> so and if, let me know if, if I miss. Anything. Like, we can do the broad strokes, but if there's any. Well, we can always do it in discussion, but if I miss anything, yeah. you know, okay. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so what we um we're talking about Deadshot, um. Issues one through four, they're published in 1987, I believe, and um, they uh, by John Ostrander and the artist on these goddamn <laughs> books are uh, Give me some... uh, Yale. What's his name? <laughs> yes, uh, one sec. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just that is like John Ostrander, writer of Suicide Squad. So this is almost like a spinoff of the current Suicide Squad. Right. Um, Luke McDonald was the okay. was, was, was the artist. Uh, was the artist, and uh, Kim Yell was the co-writer. That's it. Right. Oh yeah, co-writer. I forgot about that. So yeah. Oh well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, cool. So yeah, that's uh, who it's by. Um, <laughs> I hope they don't ever listen to us because I feel like we'd never. <laughs> I always or I always, always fuck up their name or forget who does the book because i never want to just credit the writer it's obviously like a team member and then i forget right. who the other co-writer is half the time like, oh yeah that's another person. and and uh jh williams corrected me on twitter one time he was I, like don't forget i'm like shit like, and this guy yeah. i felt bad that's that's like, <laughs> like oh shit <laughs> but he was nice about it but jh williams yeah dan curse shots he's like We're don't forget for dan curse shots i'm like Fuck. yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> um so um all right, let's, I'll get I'll get plot time started so we can. So um, basically, the the four issue miniseries follows Floyd Lawton, Deadshot, and basically it covers when he's in the Suicide Squad and uh, this person like kind of uh, you think he's working alone and someone uh, picks him up and like says you want to do a job and he's like sure why not and then and then at the same time you follow um, his therapist who um, is taking a leave of absence from Bell Rev because uh, she's starting to kind of have feelings for Floyd Lawton and in that they kind of um, describe the context or the backstory of Floyd Lawton so he's um, basically he comes from a rich family uh, and then he uh, apparently in, in the context of the story they said he was uh, inspired by Batman from a some sort of uh, <laughs> attempted robbery at a prominent charity dinner party um, and then so in the Batman comics back in I think it was the fifties or sixties, um, the right. character um, dressed up in like a tuxedo thing, and I guess like was kind of, kind of was like a vigilante, but not really, and he turned out to be like a criminal guy. And then, and then, uh, and then a couple of years later, he showed up in the classic Deadshot outfit, and then he tried to kill Batman, but Batman's like, nah, uh, uh, he's like, he's like, can't be a no, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, so he obviously that's when he goes to jail, and then, um, that's when 
the you know he gets recruited by the Suicide Squad, and that's basically his right. backstory within this story. Um, so these people take him to uh, this warehouse, and he's like, they're like, can you do this job? And he's like, sure. And they're like, okay, kill this guy. And he's like, sure, boom. And they're like, oh my god, that was so crazy. Why'd you do that? <laughs> and he's like, you told me to kill him. He's like, no, I meant later. And then he's right. like, okay. And then um, they take him up in an airplane, and um, they're like, okay, like you won't. I'm El Jefe. Uh, you you wouldn't kill me in a plane. He's like, won't I? And he just shoots him in the face, and then half the plane <laughs> blows up because it's like pressurized. And then Floyd Lawton, Larry Dutch Hut, Larry just like blasts the hole in the plane, and he falls out. And he's like, whoosh. And then he's like, I guess I'm gonna <laughs> die now. And then I don't know who the character from Suicide Squad I'm guessing is, but it's like some lady in a crazy outfit, like like flies and yeah. picks him up and and she's and he's like hello and she's like what's up and and but then it turns out that he was working with suicide squad the whole time so that was like actually a hit for amanda waller and then that's right. the ending of the first issue and then he gets a letter from his ex-wife saying that your son has been kidnapped and then um so he's basically just telling um uh amanda waller that he's like i'm just gonna take a break she's like you're not allowed to do that he's like <laughs> and he just walks out the door she's like okay i'm like this isn't a great <laughs> well context for Amanda Waller. I feel like you could just walk away from her. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, that's that not be how this works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty I guess sure. Maybe in the context of Suicide Squad, like, it's um that he's, like, so good and that he's she's not going to blow right. up his brain or something right. like that. Yeah, it's like, alright, so I, I, I have to deal with this, this shit. Yeah. yeah I was, I was going to say, because, like, the whole thing is, like, if he <laughs> is, like, Pretty sure there's a bomb in your head that she's gonna <laughs> blow up if you don't if you don't do this. Like I, I think if if it was easy enough to just walk away, like exactly. everyone would have done this point. It's like it's like a drop strike for everybody. Yeah. So um so he goes back to his kind of his uh, not hometown, but he goes to his wife and she says he, right their son's been kidnapped, but he's pretty laissez faire about it. But he does care about it, so he's gonna he's gonna he does, he will take um the job and not the job, but he's gonna you know hunt down the people and then, um you know there's more than strong implications that they're with this child molester and um and it's like they've kidnapped yeah. him and it's pretty dark um uh and then yeah so the therapist goes to the his hometown interviews his father his father's a piece of shit he's a wheelchair he um. <laughs> He uh, has, you know, like, has her taken away, and then she continues, uh, like, investigating, and then Deadshot is kind of, like, asking people, like, like on, like, you know, who were it is, and, again, leads and stuff, and then he shoots this one guy, like, in the in the uh, hands, which is fucking badass move. It's, like... <laughs> that part's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so, therapist is still, like, kind of investigating leads. She's going to go to her, uh, his mother... And a few panel, and then uh, so they're I think they're still kidnapping the the son. They're driving around somewhere, and then let me see. Let me go to the next issue on my app. Um, and then so uh, yeah, so the the wife is interviewing the the mom, or doesn't interview the mom, but knocks on the door, but she won't let him in. And then um, so the kidnappers are taking the boy somewhere, and then Floyd Walton gets there, and he kind of like uh, it's a trick. There's like a tape recorder in the warehouse, and I like they want him to fall for it because there's a sniper up in the this in the rafters, and then but he doesn't fall for it. He kind of like distracts him, and then he shoots the the sniper. Then he goes outside, and he kind of he gets the jump on the kidnappers. He shoots the main guy, um, but then the child molester, uh, yeah. you know, kidnaps the boy, and then um, 
you know, takes him away. And then he, you know, he asks, like, where are they going? And the brother said, that he's like, I want to tell you. And he just kills him anyway. Um, and then the um, therapist asks the, some gardener, and he tells him more about the backstory of um, when they were a couple of years ago uh, that uh, it, there's an accident or not an accident. There's someone who tried to kill Floyd Long's right. dad, but then his brother got in the way of the bullet and that and got killed him. But the father's paralyzed anyway. Um, so that was like kind of like gets to know a little bit more of the mystery. And then uh, by the end of the issue, it's kind of very depressing. The, that child monster yeah. guy that kills the Floyd son and then literally he's Floyd literally gets there too late and then he he says does he did you kill him and and you know he tries to deny it but he literally shoots both of his legs like his chest his arms literally every part of his yeah, body geez. and finally kills him and then you know and then Floyd finally like I think this kind of like a pivotal part of the like his character is that he finally starts to feel something I feel like before this he was just doing like yeah going through the emotions and he's like no, uh, this is enough gonna kill every last one of them and then he you know he takes off his mask and he's crying and, he's, he, and he says i'm gonna yeah. kill he's I'm gonna kill my mother because it's revealed that she started the kidnap he she she orchestrated this kidnapping so he uh goes to let's see i'm sorry let me go to the, i wasn't trying to, this detail but it's actually very compelling so i might as well go through the whole thing yeah, we'll, yeah so um like so the, the last issue uh the therapist breaks into the mother's home the mother's like what are you doing in here and she's like trying to, she's bluffing her, like uh, that, you know, like she wouldn't actually shoot her because, you know, your backstory wouldn't, because I'll just say that you were invited, blah, 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 whatever. Let's say that. And then, so while this is happening, Deadshot is hunting down every single person who had something to do with the kidnapping. He kills, uh, he makes this one, the lawyer, kill the, this, uh, this one guy, I can't remember his name, something like Schultz or something like that. Anyway, so right. he's like, "Don't now you now you don't have to now you don't have to kill me." And then he, uh, oh Shale, he's a Andy Shale was like someone who helped with the kidnapping, and then his lawyer like kills him, but then he kills the lawyer anyway just because he wants to kill everyone yeah. involved. And then uh, so the mother is talking more about the story, like, no, uh, the uh, let's see, uh, oh she's telling a lie about what happened during the incident that you know, that left her husband paralyzed and. Uh, and then her other son killed, and uh, she's kind of like bullshitting it. But then Floyd gets there, and then uh, he says that you know right. that that you know the grandson died is because of you, and and he explains that um, that you know that uh, the mom told uh, his brother Eddie about you know, all the infidelities that their father had, and um, that Floyd tried to warn dad, and then what he, by the time he got Eddie, it was revealed that Eddie actually tried to kill dad. Uh, Floyd's brother, and then he tried to stop it, but then he accidentally shot his brother, and then his, his dad is just left paralyzed. So that was the whole backstory, and he kind of that's kind of gives you more uh, weight into his character, like why he is this way that his pretty much his family is like his his brother's dead, dead, and he actually really likes, right. him, you know. And then um, so you know, uh, so they're like saying like so he's you know obviously he's confronting his dad, uh, his mom, and he's saying like. Uh, the therapist says you don't kill her. This is what you she wants. She wants you to become a monster. You want like to be gone forever. And then, um, so she she starts to run away, but he just literally shoots her in the back and says, oh, "I just, I decide just to like paralyze her. Just you yeah. know, like the the the, the line. She's like now she and dad are a match set because they're both paralyzed. So it's like really fucked up. So Jesus, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the therapist said like get out of here. I'll just cover for you. And then 
because uh, it's impl- that she's still in, like in love with Floyd, and so they get back to Bell Rev, and you know Floyd's back, and then they're doing their therapy sessions again, and um, she's like, okay, let's start your sessions again. And he's just saying no, and then he's like saying like, I don't care, I don't yeah. want to be cured, I, I'm just evil, and this is what it is. And she's like, don't you want to try to like figure this out, like what? Like, uh, and he's like, when I killed my brother, I felt nothing, no guilt, no remorse, nothing. He was the one person in this world I ever gave two damn about. And then they, and then it's just like, and, and it's, it's kind of like a, one of a great anti anti climax climax where it's you want like a emotional, but it's it's almost like he's giving you the opposite. It's you know he's, he's like right. so um yeah what can do um. Yeah, so he's just saying some people can't be cured. That's what really is something that is evil. And then she's like, you won't risk it. Risk that you're wrong about yourself. Risk that you might have to change. And I am who I am. I'm what I am. The cards right. are dealt. Let them lie. And that's like the ending. So it's a cool anti-hero ending. Like it, like it's very yeah, yeah, t- like interesting. So I thought that was a great ending. I like that. Dark and weird and different from I think everything that was being published at the time, you know. Yeah, I like especially going over the, over the summary. Like it's made me like it even more as I feel mm-hmm. like, um, especially as you put it, I really like how how you said like it feels very like anticlimactic in in a good way where it do, mm-hmm. does feel like you would you would expect it to be like issue four him being like him being like I want to get better or like some mm-hmm. some big thing at the end where he's gonna be like never going to let this happen again or something like that. Like you would expect that. But I, I, I like that. It's like, he's doubling down. It's like, no, I'm always going to be this way. And it's just how it fucking is. And just like, yeah. it's very much like this, it, like he's just going deeper into the hole and in a way that like, I think it's, that's really fascinating. Cause it's like, you would expect him to, to make some change at the end of the book or like him develop in a different way. But it's very much just like, this is who Deadshot is, and I think it's like how he's always going to be. I think there's mm-hmm. some, there's something like really really compelling about that because I think that's a really fascinating thing to like to look at in terms of like especially with him as like as like a villain of like there's not something you're gonna be like oh uh, like I feel bad for him or there's not too much to sympathize with him I think because there's like it's tough because there's a lot of there's a lot of bad shit that happens to him but also mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that he does that is like pretty evil as well um, yeah so it was like it's pretty it's a I, I like that it's like a really good like conflicting look at the character so i guess in context we can kind of go into like um and if you have any um notes about any, uh, i don't know if you you said you didn't really find too much but like about context or about backstory of like what how this was published or anything um it, i guess but, but you know when i said it wasn't like a lot of things but i guess it's but you could argue that this was what eighty seven, eighty eight. This was published, so it was in the, that yeah. right, that sweet period of uh, like the like Batman, the Dark Knight Returns, and Watchmen, and Punisher was like heating up a lot. So I feel like it was the the age of the antihero, like of the 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 character, the, the unlikable hero. So that I feel like they're trying to strike while the iron is hot with this miniseries, and I think they did a good job. I think it was a it was a good, it was interesting, really dark tale, but really well done. Yeah, it's definitely. Like I do, like I was just looking up to make sure, but I was thinking, like um, I think it was Suicide Squad. The John Astrider run started in May of eighty seven. May of eighty seven. It looks like wow. the, the, it started like May of eighty eight. Um, wow. It definitely feels like it's very much like I think like he, he must have been like a popular character mm-hmm. as DC like is kind of giving them 
Give me the fans like what I think they like. I think there's this, and actually, I, I like it. I like think of it this, and in, in terms of like, it's very much like fans wanted more of Deadshot, but I feel like this is very much like, all right, like we're gonna give it to you, but I don't think it's what you actually want of the character. Yeah. It's very much like this is a very dark look at the character that is like not not flattering, and in in, in in a way that's good. Like I say that as a way of like, you're not gonna come away from, like away from this being like, wow, like I really want to. I don't, like it's it's not something you're really gonna like um think more or like you're 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 gonna think of Deadshot in a way that's like uh a lighter side of him. Like you're gonna come away from it. Like I definitely I came away from it just being like, Wow, he's like <laughs> I know we talk about this scene a lot, but from McGruber, I was just yeah. like that's really fucked up. <laughs> just a lot of this book. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of something, but uh, I was thinking about something earlier this weekend, and this reminded me of this too. Um, in the scene, um, where he uh just kills the guy in the first issue, he just kills the guy, and like, yeah, I was saying there's a line from a movie or a show that I was thinking about, but I can't place it. But it's like, um, so he kills it, and then I think there's what I'm thinking about is like a line, something similar. This like, man, what you what you do is more, way more fucked up than I did. What what you do that for? <laughs> I'm like familiar, like some. Oh, that sounds super familiar. Actually, I know. Yeah, it's I like can't place it, but I'm sure maybe one of our listeners. Will yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tweet it. Tweet us. Um, That's not... <laughs> it does remind me a little bit of um. You watch Barry, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. There's a scene in episode two in 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 season two when Barry tells uh his acting coach like his experience. Uh, overseas as a marine, and like the first time he killed someone as a sniper, mm-hmm. and then like he he asked him like, "Do you think I I, sh- I should tell that as my uh, uh, as my monologue?" And he's like, "No, uh, <laughs> definitely not. You shouldn't tell <laughs> anyone that. Like, why'd you tell <laughs> that me? That's good. that was really fucking dark. <laughs> like, that's that one good. of my favorite scenes. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta rewatch that. That was so good. Um, <laughs> I love that bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, like. Uh, it, uh, what's your personal history with us? Suicide Squad or Deadshot? Would you say? Right. Um, it's a great question. I would say, especially, I think my first experience with the character, um, I guess, like I would say, I definitely didn't know a lot about him when I first saw him because he has like I won't say it's a cameo, but he has a very small appearance in Justice League Unlimited mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. there's that that bit when like he's hired to kill. I can't remember who he's hired to kill, but he's like hired to kill one one Justice League members. This might actually be, be in Justice League because um, I remember like Superman is trying to interrogate him, and like Deadshot's like I, he's he's like I'm not saying anything. Like he, he's very much like he's he's trying to play tough, and then Batman takes him aside and like he interrogates him. And I love how uh, I think it's Green Lantern. And he asks Superman like. Was he saying to him? He's like, no, I'm not repeating that. <laughs> it's like, and and all of like, Deadshot then just like uh, expels everything he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like one of my favorite bits. But other than that, it's mostly been with uh, Gail Simone's uh, her her run on Secret Six, uh, which is kind of like an offshoot of Suicide Squad. For people who don't know, um, and I think a bit, like it's interesting to have have this in mind uh especially when thinking back to that because i feel like so much of that run is seeing parts of deadshot in in how he actually is because i remember there's a sequence in I, I know it's after the first arc there's an issue that focuses on deadshot and it's like 
it's a really good sequence when he's meeting up with someone at a diner and like you see him sitting there and then you, you just have a you have like one panel flash of how he sees the world and like everyone mm. else is shot dead and he's just sitting there just by mm. himself and it's a like really it's really good it's really dark yeah, though it's up, definitely yeah. like um and something that like she really does a good job of just like highlighting how i think there's a lot there's a lot to him and he has a lot of different sides but he's also like he's very damaged in a way that is mm-hmm. almost irreparable at this point and it's like yeah. i don't know who he is as a person and it's definitely like it's only i do in, there's a line that makes a lot more sense now in secret six especially after reading this is there's a line near the end of the series and it's not really a huge spoiler for people you're curious it's it's so worth reading like secret six is probably one of my favorite comic runs mm-hmm. of all time it's it's pretty it's like very consistent also has i think one of the best endings in, in like a comic series like it's in, it's incredible like one of the best just like um ended before the new 52 and it was like mm-hmm. it like has that really good like satisfying ending of like ah oh, yes like mm-hmm. fuck yeah um there's a line where it's floyd talking to catman and like uh they're kind of bickering and they've kind of been doing that like over the course of the series. And then there's another character that kind of like remarks to them, like, why can't you just admit that? Like you like each other, <laughs> like you like each other's uh, like as friends. Like it's, it's like the two of them have, have, have such a tough time with that. And it's definitely like, I can't remember if they ever say, but it's definitely like, you can see Floyd l- looks like Catman as, as, as like a brother to him. It's like, he's definitely like uh, the surrogate brother or like almost like a, a replacement for like, his brother uh in this series especially yeah and then i like that that was a cool dynamic for between all the characters i think yeah like one of my uh, favorite yes series i think um if i have to go back and read that yeah um yeah yes i was gonna say we're gonna stem off yeah so in uh just league unlimited oh just league and just league unlimited um yeah you see that that part where they're interrogating him but i love this part in i think it's uh the two-parter of like the you know where he's like the the where death of superman quote-unquote thing where he comes back from the future um right where at the very it's like right before superman comes in, <laughs> and he's aiming his like missile at batman and he has a great he's like bang you're dead and then <laughs> so he shoots a missile at batman and superman comes like right in time to crush it and then like <laughs> they just go beat the shit out of him <laughs> but awesome. then and then that like then they put him in um you know in jail and then uh obviously and then task for the the uh the 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 episode title uh task force x i can't talk today um it's tough it's, uh <laughs> they're uh you know just like unlimited and it's an like, amazing episode and it's my first because they they will like yeah they, i guess they couldn't really say suicide squad but even in the comics right. it's like their double name it's their official name is task right. force x and um uh so like and so they that's what they call the team so it's like Deadshot, it's plastique it's right. uh clock king um there's a couple others yep. that, uh no flag is there. He's, he's like oh, yeah. their, their, their LA handler. Yeah, and yeah, and Boomerang is there. And then, uh, Boomerang, that's it. Yeah. So basically, I think Flag, uh, yeah, takes him out. Of, like he's about to be executed, but he takes him out of jail, and yeah. he's like, uh, "Before you try to escape, we put nanobites in your head." And it's like the classic, <laughs> "Yeah, well, we'll explode your head if you try to leave." Yeah. So, um, and it's like you know, it's a great episode where, uh, and then it reveals that Waller is part of the team, like you know, kind of the head of the team. Yeah. Uh, at the very end of the episode, and um, it's really cool. It works as an ep- uh, standalone episode, but it's also part of this huge arc that goes in the season one of Justice League Unlimited, yeah. where they steal. I think they steal the uh, the, the the Dominator, whatever the fuck that thing was yes, called. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's like the not the destroyer because that's the Thor like, one. But the, Thor, right? It literally you know, yeah, looks like, like a, It yeah. looks and acts and is <laughs> the same as the destroyer. <laughs> but um, yeah, they steal that, and then it's a great episode where just like it's like a suicide squad, but in half like less yeah. than half an hour, and there's a very great bit where and it's Michael Rosenbaum doing the voice, so it's it's like the, he's yeah. doing like yeah he does the Flash, but then he can change his voice and just be so cold and monotone and yeah. sarcastic, and it's a great like. Uh, voice that he does for him so that's uh, i love that yeah. i love um what's it this one bit where he's yeah. in the elevator with like plastic <laughs> and john stewart gets in and she and he doesn't recognize him and he's like right. he's like and he like nods to you plastic like he's gonna do a bit like uh doesn't he say like oh i saw hawk girl the other day but, uh you know it looks like she was dating he was like uh yeah. he asked him if he could get if he if he can get on oh, yeah, if he can get uh hawk girl's uh uh, uh autograph her like his daughter and he's like have you seen her around lately uh, and it's like he's like not lately like not recently and just kind of like walks out the elevator so and i'm like <laughs> plastique is like is like very it's like she's so into it it's like yeah, yeah it's like you're yeah because he knows that like i guess he found that like you know they guess they used to date i guess it's public knowledge yeah. they used to date and he's just like say do you know yeah it's like such a asshole thing to do but it's such a that the writing and uh, michael rosenbaum's voice acting for deadshot's so spot yes. on and and very very good so um, yeah and then obviously the most famous probably most famous and i really like the and i didn't love the movie but i like like the casting for will smith as yes. uh floyd lawton like he's so like yeah again sarcastic but like cold yeah. and funny and like, <laughs> just like a good like like anti-leader leader of the uh suicide squad and uh, yes. but, yeah, got like, a lot of good, a good performance from Will Smith uh, in that role. So hopefully, they'll one day maybe we'll they'll figure out how to bring um, him back into another suicide. Yeah, like, I like that they don't they didn't recast him for the new movie, but right. uh, but yeah, he, he could come back one day. Then we'll see. But um, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, so I liked him. So I like yeah, Deadshot as a character. I think and Suicide Squad is a great concept. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to read more with him and 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 more of the comics. So. Yeah, basically uh, our sort with Floyd Lawton. Um, so okay, I guess we'll get into the the meat. Um, <laughs> chop, 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 chop. <laughs> um, oh, right, digging so, in here. I got my fork and knife here. Let's <laughs> dig in. Dig into this. Uh, let's start <laughs> off with uh, uh, pedophilia. Um, that's no, pretty dark. That's <laughs> pretty fucked up. That, so uh, I did burn. Uh, it could be a separate category but just in a subcategory within this category okay so that child monster guy did he kill or kill the kid when he smacked him and like or was it later when something worse was happening that's a good question um my my reading on it was that it was later on it was after he he hit him which is yeah worse worse. i think that's uh that's what that's what i was looking for yeah it's uh It's pretty brutal. It's definitely like it's a it's it is interesting. I I still don't know how I feel about it because it's definitely like it's tough, including subjects like these, because it's it's something where it's like um, I think it is like I'm be very delicate get, uh, like about this because it's a tough topic to talk mm-hmm. about. But it's definitely like um, I feel like it wasn't really included in comics in terms of like what what could happen. It's definitely like a it's tough because it's some of those things where it's just like um, 
I'm not sure how to like properly articulate it, but it's like I'm not sure how I feel about it overall because it's definitely like it feels a, l- a little I won't say flippant, but it is like kind of put in there just kind of like all of a sudden in Favorite, a way that like yeah. I didn't really expect. Didn't um, really have a lot kind of uh what's it called? yeah substance or it just felt like a plot point to kill the kid and it was really yeah, yeah pretty messed up. It was uh you know um. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I, I yeah, I, I generally I really like this these issues, and it was just a sudden, I sudden way of let's just say like finishing yeah. up uh, like a storyline. I felt like it was very yeah. Dark. It's definitely like yeah. it. It definitely feels a little out of place with like the rest of the book what it, what it was doing, and I feel like you, you like I feel like you need like one more passover on mm-hmm. on the issues to really tie up the. the that end with the kid and it's it's tough because i think there is something in there about like i think the i'm trying to like think how to phrase it um i think in terms of the plot like having the kid die i think is essential to the story because it's very much like this like cycle of violence that keeps going through generations mm-hmm. of just like it started with the, the mom and dad and then it's going to go down to the kids and then it's going to go into down to the, to the grandchildren as well and just yeah. kind of like really depressing kind of idea of just like how trauma like descends through generations and i think that's like a i think that's like a very compelling and um striking point to make but i feel like you can have that point being made and then get in a better tighter way instead Mm -hmm. of like how the kid uh how the kid was put in danger yeah i I agree it was a little uh yeah jarring shocking but not for the good reason yeah like it was just a, a, a way to write out the or finish off a story in the third issue and then have the fourth issue right hit the final issue but uh overall it's pretty good the, the other um i do like of the writing i think it's fantastic it's very dark and it's uh, yeah. other than that it's very um good and then um i want, I want to be delicate how i put the art <laughs> why was everything was so bad back then I feel like it wasn't that good. I mean, like, what was it like? I feel like it was so fucking bright and like everything. It's, like, there's, yeah, it's, there's some good draw. There's, but either I feel like the maybe the pencils themselves are fine, but I feel like everything gets like fucking bleached out, out nothing. Like, that's the coloring really is just so yeah. fucking bright all the time, and some of the shadows are not great. And like, I mean, I, I guess again, maybe the comics code was a little harder back then, even for more mature issues, but. They really don't. I mean, it was. I love the the you know the part where he literally like shoots the one guy like over and over again before yes. he dies. Yeah. But they literally like do not show anything. They don't barely yeah. show any blood. They and I guess that's the point is that it was like too. They couldn't show graphic uh, violence back. I, who knows? I don't know. But I just not that. Yeah. The, I'm looking at the art. And it's not bad. It, it's but it's just like it just feels like it just it just feels like someone bleached all the issues and it's just. That's a great weird way colors. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yes, it. like, it's like not bad. Like the actual, like the, the all their faces are fine. The body, the body language, it's all it's all fine. But yeah, you know, it just feels not. You know, it, it's like there's especially there's one there's there, the backgrounds. I feel like aren't finished. There's just it's just all white. And that's a really good point. Yeah, I I didn't notice until you mentioned it. It's definitely like there's a few shots. Um, there's one I just found this one in issue one. When they're walking up up to the plane, I wonder if I can. Uh, this might be a little tough, but I don't know if you can see like the middle panel. Yeah, it's exactly. There, when off the plane, there's not really anything in the background, okay. and it's it's really weird. There's it's funny because it's like there's that, and then there's a sequence later on. There's a there's a shootout on the airplane, 
And there's one page I think is like actually really fucking good. Um, is when, when like yeah, he he's kind of uh, and I think this is, this looks really good. Oh, where yeah, it's like yeah. Top two, and then like I think th- th- these middle two panels have like very striking with the color. I think that's like it's definitely like. Like I, I think that's a good choice there, but then the rest of it can be a little. I think the layouts are a little boring too. Like mm-hmm. there's yeah, there's like really compelling about it that I was like, oh damn, like I'm I'm really f- it, it 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 feels very beat for beat, like how you would tell a story, but it's not really mm-hmm. something that like you're gonna walk away from being like, oh damn, like I'm I'm really th- I'm still thinking about like those storytelling choices, and I think especially. Um, I think some of the it, it, it definitely reminds me of somebody and I think like it's definitely like reminiscent of like kind of John Romita Jr. from that this era mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not yeah, feels like... as talented I think <laughs> like, not yeah as good. And, but I, I kind of agree but I, I remember John Romita Jr. back then even in the early 90s was like felt so bland like I remember his art and yeah. I, I feel like he's grown into his own like in his own style over the past since then but like even yeah but i kind of agree like yeah general junior is better but even then i feel like it was so you know it was just so or it or maybe they're like telling them to like because if this did kind of remind me of like frank miller's art in uh you right. know dark knight returns a little bit where it's like it's almost like yeah like violent but without being violent like they kind of like mute yes. out the violence of even in dark knight returns like as violent as that book is i feel like they're a lot of violence is muted out. It's either discolored yeah. blood or something. It's just different. And while, yeah, you know, and then as as a you know contrast to Watchmen, it's so Watchmen is so fucking bloody and but detailed. Like David Gibbons yeah. is like such detailed, beautiful layout and art artwork. So yeah, it's weird. It's just like it's some some things from that time just don't like translate to now. But other things, they just the coloring has gotten better since then. Like by using computers and and stuff, but. Again, I'm not an artist or work in the comics industry, so I couldn't really speak on to why I think, these things. Like, yeah, like I, I, I think it's a good point, though. And, and like, I know we both have like a lot of experience reading comics, though, and we we've seen a lot of changes over the years. And it's definitely like there's a lot of stuff in the '80s. I feel like is just like the, the '80s is such a weird period because I feel mm-hmm. like there's like so it really oscillates between like still looking absolutely gorgeous, like like last episode when we were talking about like. Craven's Last Hunt yeah. still looks incredible, like mm-hmm. wildly good. Um, and this is kind of like more, I feel like, indicative of the, of the era where this feels very much like kind of by the numbers. Like there's nothing very striking about it. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, like I think as you said, like it's it's very bland as a mm-hmm. as artwork. It's just kind of it's just kind of pr- like presenting the story as it happens. But there's no like. There's like a couple good scenes. I feel like I was like, oh, this actually looks pretty cool, and just like what they're trying to do. But I feel like there's nothing that's like really trying to elevate it in a way that is like interest storytelling or like uh, like layouts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it, it's tough. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, and it's been and who knows? Maybe even like reading it on we're both reading it on the DC app. Maybe the Right. Uh, translation problem. Who knows? Like that could be part of it right. like, when you're reading. I feel like it's not, but... <laughs> um, but I think I think that's a good point. Too. I think especially with um, I definitely feel this when I read like older comics. Uh, 
I feel like they look a lot better on paper. Like it's definitely like a like a paper quality thing when like you, you read it with like w- with how it's supposed to be printed. I think it has like a better look to it um, compared to stuff that's like recent. It would be like the artist might have worked on it digitally instead. I feel yeah. like that, that's a big difference in that. Um, yeah. Everything I feel like everything on like an iPad or you know every, all the yeah. color, either the penciling the the coloring everything the inking I feel like a, yeah. now I, I assume I mean I have to, we'd have to talk to an artist uh, working today but I assume everything's done like via computer than than you know or I don't know maybe I mean maybe there are still like I mean so I, yeah, I, I, I know there's a there's a good split um we'd, and and it's really interesting I I, I would love to see more. Um, like on this topic because I know uh, it's actually a really interesting split right now because I like from what I've heard what I read about is that um, there's a big there's a big split between especially like younger artists um, kind of lean more digital just because it's like either they grew up on that or or it's easier for them to like to work on that I know uh, Jamie McKelvey is Mm -hmm. digital um, Jorge Jimenez Ben Bartel, like a lot of those artists are are digital, but then there's other ones mm-hmm. that are like still contemporary that are working traditionally. And a mm-hmm. big advantage of traditional art is that like with the original art, you, you can then sell those pages after the issues come out, and that's supposed to be like a like very lucrative. And it's mm-hmm. it's difficult to get that same um, that same kind of income with yeah. digital uh, artwork. Because I know. Um, there's a few I know offhand. Uh, Ryan Stegman, he's he's still traditional. Oh, cool. You definitely see it. Like a lot of his like his pencils are definitely like has that that kind of look to it. Um, Stuart M- MMN is still still traditional. Um, yeah. I say traditional. I I don't want to say like I'm using that term, and I don't want to make it sound like. I prefer it because I feel like that's like like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be like oh it's how it's how artists should be it's like no I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 true, I love those yeah. artists with that like and I, well, I wish there was, was a better term for it yeah I was gonna go the opposite I'd be like the shitty way you know paper <laughs> like, oh, that's <laughs> fucking <theme."> useless <laughs> useless paper no um round up trees what is this bullshit <laughs> we should try to get Stegman on a uh, so he has a podcast we can do cross promotion yeah be like. Amazing Stegman yeah. song. <laughs> and let's talk about his worst comic he's done or something like that. He'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Yeah. Remember when you did Find that? That, that, that sucked. Just like this one. Yeah. That, <laughs> the right issue. Yeah. Like ask him like shitty questions. And yeah. Okay. That's like when that, that's one of my favorite lines in the um, Alan Moore's appearance on Simpsons with with oh, yeah. Bart when when he's like uh, he's like I just want to ask you like how how do you make uh, Radioactive man's uh, <laughs> costume sticks so close to his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's one of my favorite lines. I love that. The bit. And then, who else was it? Al Moore and Neil Gaiman was on as well, like, I think. Or I don't know if it was on the same episode, but it was, it was pretty funny. And it was uh, Daniel Klaus and. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Art Spiegelman from uh, right, yeah. from Mouse, and it's like that's, that's one of my favorite with uh, Klaus when he's like he's holding up. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I do a lot of <laughs> independent comics, but I like, I, I would, uh, my dream is to is, is to draw Batman. That's right. He's like, he has a diagram <laughs> of like his utility belt. Yeah, he's like, I love, I love uh, sketches. And then, uh, yeah, someone asked Alan Moore to uh, sign Watchmen yeah. babies or whatever. He's like, can you sign it's this? Like, he's like, oh. I love it. Yeah, 
It's like Millhouse is like, yeah, when he, when he sent, sent my copy of Washington Babies and it's like V for vacation and it's oh, that yeah, surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, that was great. Uh, that was very really funny. Um, uh, yes. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no. It, anyway, but the yeah, the art shit. Um, what else is there? <laughs> no. Again, uh, just to summarize all that. Uh, you know, it, it, I like the, I like the penciling. I just think there's coloring that could have been better, or maybe didn't translate well. So yes. Um, uh, anyway. and I think, <laughs> I think it definitely like it's of that era where I think the colorist had to do. A lot more work in terms of mm-hmm. like how to fill in a lot of stuff because it, it definitely like it looks very it doesn't look inked very well it's definitely one of those things where it's like it doesn't look like there's a lot of inking going on because i feel like the colorist really had to like work for it in, in, yeah. in, in these issues where they're like uh i'll just i guess i'll just do the whole background like i'll just i know right <laughs> the whole fucking thing <laughs> like i guess that's <laughs> what i have to do um any uh, last uh points you want to make during uh, the meet the discussion me um yeah <laughs> definitely. i think um something i was saying about too was like uh i do like how a lot of these issues are like i was saying about this recently i was like i was trying to come up with a, a tweet recently because i know i've seen i've seen people say this about movies where they're like sometimes it doesn't really have like a movie doesn't have to have a plot it, it can just have vibes and i feel like this series kind of like is kind of like the same way where it's like there is a plot but it's not too pressing and it's like mm-hmm. it's very much about vibes it's just very much about like yeah just like how fucked up uh Deadshot's family is and like how how he is as a person um i feel like especially with because i was thinking like it's interesting how the character of the psychologist i feel like she would normally be at the fore i feel like if it was if this was written in a more contemporary uh time or like even more recently i feel like she would be more at the forefront it would, it would be like more her story figuring out like who deadshot is and i think it's mm-hmm. i think that is like a really i think, I think that's a really interesting choice of having her be the supporting character because it's very much this idea of like she's on a, she's searching and it, it reminded me a lot of two things one i think is more ex- explicit um as a reference but like second one is is more recent and like it it couldn't be a reference. Um, it definitely reminded me of in Watchmen, the psychologist that is trying to help uh, or is, is interviewing Rorschach and is just oh, yeah. trying to behind like the mindset of him. And I feel like in this, in this series, definitely like with psychologists is trying to apply like reason and uh, yeah, like uh, trying to apply higher level thinking to what Deadshot does. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is like is trying to find meaning in when people commit like acts of violence. I was like, oh he he has to have had a motive or like has to have been something in his life that was pushing to his, like towards this point. And I think a lot of his book is like I think what's interesting is that like so much of it is a failure. And I don't say that as like it's a failure on her part because it's like she's trying to apply reason to a person who is evil and i mm-hmm. like to a person who commits evil acts and i feel like it's very yeah. much like you're trying to find it's like you're trying to find meaning in something that that like it doesn't have that like it's very much like you're trying to find this deeper thought to someone i think that doesn't really have that apply to them uh especially at the end when it's like mm-hmm. you know, I don't care like I'm I'm not gonna yeah he's like yeah just 
let the cards lie. Like that's how it's going to be. And like, you, you, you can't figure out a way to like cure me or something like that. I think that's like a, and it, it definitely reminded me like of Mindhunter where it was definitely like mm-hmm. trying to apply reason and like a, like a, like a, a meaning towards these people. But I think sometimes there is like not as much as we would want them, would, would want there to be. Cause it's, it's like, it's easier when there is, a reason or meaning behind actions it's tougher to reconcile with them when there is no meaning behind the violence exactly. i think that's like a big part of this series yeah i, I agree it's like um yeah especially uh, you get one glimpse of lloyd being emotional in the end of issue three when his son dies and yeah even then it, you know it, it takes off it's really cool it's, an, it's amazing but yeah you like you know tortures the guy basically and then he takes off his mask and you know he's like he's like i'm gonna kill everyone but then you know like you said in the last he's like maybe he gets like little glimpses of actual like empathy or something but then you know he just goes back to his apathetic state and just you know just is so cold yeah it's such an interesting character that uh that they portrayed in this and this really cool mini series that they did yeah yeah it's definitely like it's not what i expected from mm-hmm. because I, f- I felt like um when I first saw, saw the title, especially, it's like Deadshot Beginnings. Like, I was also kind of worried that it was going to be like an origin story. It was going to be like, oh, here's the f- the first like outing as Deadshot. But I, I like this approach more. That it's about like it is about his origins as a. It's more about his origins as a as a person instead mm-hmm. of about, like Deadshot. It's very much like who is Floyd Lawton. As a person, as a person, instead of uh, who is Deadshot as a as a character, yeah, I feel like that that's like a really good choice on their part. I think that I thought that was really interesting. Um, so uh, I think we'll um, move on to uh, quote time. If, uh, yeah, if we'll do dueling. I have a few. Yeah. So uh, you go first, and I'll I'll do one if you didn't already get it. Okay. Um, I'll leave this one from issue one with Flag, where he's on to his uh, his partner. And he's kind of talking about, like, like his, his partner's talking about, like, why Lawton, Lawton, like, he's seen a mission. He's kind of talking about, like, oh, it's it's going to be, like, he's not going to get out of there alive. Um, I like Flag's, Flag's response. If they were, Lawton wouldn't have taken the assignment. He's just waiting for someone to put a bullet in his head. <laughs> it's pretty intense. <laughs> it's, great. Uh, it's a great encapsulation of... Uh, who he is you know like yeah. he's it he just doesn't care and he doesn't care it's like yeah he, that's why he likes being in the suicide squad because he doesn't care yeah if he lives or dies like he's not he's not suicidal right. but at the same time he doesn't care like it's so interesting i think yeah it's and, and it's very much like i'm not going to take my life i want someone else to do it because and and i like the fact that flag has already clocked him and like mm-hmm. he pretty much know like he he can see it from like a mile like he's already he knows Floyd is like that and it's like that makes it even darker. It's like I like that the flag is very much he knows that but he's like I'm gonna use that to my advantage so, like mm-hmm. that's why I want him on my team exactly. is because he he's gonna go out there and do that that uh, kind of shit uh, yeah yeah I like this part and uh, I think it's uh, the therapist um, narrating it says remember when Batman invaded Bell Rev I think his comment to Deadshot was very receptive. And extremely revealing. And it says, uh, "Dead, Deadshot, I kill you, bats, for the sheer pleasure of it." Batman <laughs> says, "If you could have, you would have by now." 
or aren't you aware that you pull your shots around me? And then the therapist says, why does Lawton pull his shots? Why does, what does that mean? Why did he turn to crime? He certainly didn't need the money. Why does he set himself up to fail? So I feel like that's another, again, another with like your instance, another uh, encapsulation of who, what, who character is like, he just, what well, you know, and he has respect for Batman, so he's not going to kill him. So he pulls his shot. Right. Why does he? Why does he? Why did he join like or like do crime in the first place if he comes from so much money? So it's just it's a, and also right. I feel like they've explored this in other Batman comics, but he's such an interesting mirror for Batman. Like comes from money as well, but such a, uh, a you know, dark the different path that he took that instead. Of Batman. Right. That's a great point. Yeah, I love that's a great quote too. Um, I have one from issue one, uh, is Floyd talking about his, like what happened between like him, him and his wife. I never pretended with her. I was anything but what I was. She could never see, she could never see me except as, as she wanted me to be. Mm. I feel like that it's, it's interesting. That's definitely like, like, yeah, he's able to be. Like that, then that's why they didn't work out because it's very much like, yeah, he's, he's like, this is who I am, and it's like she was seeing me for for something else. I feel like that's it's a it's a good way of like you kind of understand like like who he is as a character. That's a great one. I like that. Um, mine was uh, we talked about the incense, but um, it, uh, the, so they're at the, he's at the warehouse in issue one, and uh, he's like this one guy says, um, you want uh, you want to work for Hefe? Prove it. Kill this traitor. And then the guy says, oh, the, like the, the guy on the floor says, I'm loyal, Risto, I swear. And then that shot just kills him. And then he's like, <laughs> relax. He was lying. We had no one. <laughs> Odds are it was one of Risto's own men who was screwed up in some way and was up for punishment. And no uh, no way in the world Deadshot would have known that. And it wouldn't have made any difference to him if he had. It's, I love that. Like The person's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I just love that line. We're supposed to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're gonna do it right like, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it reminds good. me of uh, almost well, almost, but not really like an um, no. what's it, and, uh, kiss kiss bang bang when uh, that's what like, I was thinking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s character is like when I count to five, oh, and they, like he, yeah. he does is he, he puts the he bullet put, and, and then yeah. he like actually shoots the guy, and Valkyrie's like, why did you do that? Like, I, well, I, 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 it was like a you know. 16 percent chance what 16 percent who, who taught you math i know i didn't mean to kill him right away I thought I was like, <laughs> that sounds oh my god that, yeah, that reminds me of something it was like i didn't mean to actually it was like it like was trying to do something like mm-hmm. like half like half power or something and then i accidentally killed something yeah like that's a very like like familiar thing yeah <laughs> Um, that's so good yeah. and uh and which oh you it's funny because my next quote was going to be the one about his marriage so you got you got that one so uh, oh, nice. what's, your, yeah. what's your next one the next one is from issue four uh is with marnie when she's talking to floyd and his mom don't you see of floyd she's the one with the death wish that's what this is all about your streak of of, of fatalism comes from her pull the trigger and you and, and you lose to her the way she wants you to lose. That's cool. it's pretty much like was, yeah. I, I like that. That, that. That's one of the things that like it really tied together for me, and it's like a a really compelling way of showing how people um, 
in a, in a way that's like really distressing, but in, in a good way is like how um, people take control. If they can't control their own lives, they, they will sometimes control their children's. And it's like, I'm going to, if I can't, if I can't feel this way, I'm going to like influence you to feel the same way. And, and like in the way, like in, in a way of getting closure because of, of someone else. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like a really fascinating way of looking at like how, how like it's, there's a lot of factors that went into making him who he is, but I think like it's, it's fascinating to have him where it's like, if he were to do this, it would, it would actually be like, he would lose in the end. It's very, it's like a, it's a cool way of like applying it to that character. Yeah. I think that's yeah, it's such an interesting, uh, climax and ending in that, in that, in that yeah. fourth issue. Um, mine, mine's uh, in the second issue, uh, for the context, the uh, so when the therapist visits the dad, he, the dad's like calls in a police officer. He's like, make make sure she like you know take her away or whatever. And it's like yeah. And then uh, she's like, uh, he's like, she's like, would you shoot me if he told you, sheriff? And he's like, it might have been at That's one a, time yeah, under yeah. a different administration. He sells enough clout that I show up when he says show up, and he might have trapped shut while I'm with him. These days, Mr. Lawton's getting old. He doesn't see you again or hear your name. He'll forget about you. Um, <laughs> hey, Cab. Um, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. <just saying. laughs> it's yeah. yeah. It felt very prescient. I was like, oh wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hmm, something. Huh. Huh. This just, uh, yeah, that was definitely <laughs> like I wonder. That was definitely a bit. Where I was like, hmm. comrade. Uh, a strander. I see what you're up to. Yeah, just yeah, like it was like, very much like, like this signaling, idea. Of like, yeah, it's like yeah, they all they all suck. I was they like, all... oh yeah, <laughs> they're just the, they're just they all... the, they're just tools of the rich of the of the rich basically. Exactly. Like Jesus. That's, yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fucking dark. Yeah. Um. Any uh, any other ones you got? Um. I got one more. Um. From issue four that I liked. Uh. Dead shot on the Marnie. Um. So all of this is a dead end. Like you and me are are a dead end, because there's no, there's really no place for anything to go, and like I, I like that because I I feel like it's very much like him talking about his development as a character, and it's almost in a meta way of like what Ostrander is trying to say about the character is that like, you may think there's redemption for this character like in in a possible way, but it's it's, it's him being like no this is this is where he like where he is and where he's always going to be like he's not going to get better it's like he's just going to keep being this kind of person and sometimes that's just how it is in life as well exactly it's, it's pretty dark yeah it is, yeah um i have one i think one i mean i have a couple more than but i delete there's one um i mean like uh, it was more i was gonna make fun of it kind of but we already did a lot <laughs> but um it was like although one of the men uh guardians uh, hit, uh is the sort of man no little boy should be with left alone with you get my drift but i think they alluded to it 12 times in the yeah we get it he's a pedophile we get it's, it we get <laughs> it. like all right <laughs> we understand yeah it's, it's <laughs> definitely it's yeah it's definitely one of the things where it's just like it's as much as they can say under the comics code but also saying it like a lot of times <laughs> yeah like <laughs> just um, to make sure you, like, you recognize yeah um the other one I had, I have one more quote and then a visual thing I'll show you, but um, I think it's in the third issue. Uh, I, I think when, after she, the therapist tries to talk to the, the mom, 
Uh, she gets in the car, she's, uh, and she's like, oh, that old bat. And then the, the cop's like, that old bat? Nice clinical expression. And she's like, let's say it's an observation couched in layman's terms. I, I just thought that was a funny, like, interaction. That's a good uh, bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, my other thing was, uh, it's cool when he's in the warehouse and the, the tape recorder is playing, and it's like kind of supposed to be bait for him. And then he distracts the sniper, and then, I don't know if you can see that, but he like it's a cool That's point a of bit. view shot from the artist, or it's like, yeah, he looks and then he's just trying, and then he looks back and it's Deadpool, a dead shot, and he just shoots him. <laughs> and it was like, and that's like such a cool, like, uh, interesting way to like lay that out. It was really cool. Um, that's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good way of like how scary he is as a, yeah, as, as an opponent, too. He's like, he's, he's very intimidating. If you, if you were to fight him, it's just like, yeah, like him looking around, like, where is he? And then just all of a sudden, mm. like, boom, just gets shot. Like, it's, it's, it's intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, anything else? Any other quotes? Uh, there was one more I was thinking. Um, I did like from issue four. I didn't have a chance to write it down, but I did like. Um, I'll try to find it really quick. I think it was like near the end. Um, I think one sec. If I can just keep talking, so we can. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Great. Yeah. That's like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 so i think i do i do like th- th- there was like a short monologue by deadshot at the end of I- I- issue four or it's like um yeah he's like you shrinks are uh, are all, all like you think facts explain things you can know everything there is to about to know about me and you still wouldn't be able to explain it to me or to yourself or anyone else that's why i put up with these bowl sessions keeps the wall happy Mm -hmm. and you think you're getting somewhere but they don't really they don't really tell you nothing what you can't deal with is maybe just maybe some people can't be cured that there really is something that there really is something that is evil Mm. i like that i love that ending intense yeah that was like good. That. that was a good yeah. quote. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Um, the next section we have is uh, John Mulaney <laughs> specific quote uh, or bits that we were reminded of uh, while reading. I only have one. What do you have one? I have one. Yeah. It kind All of right, fits. So, yeah. Uh, I it kind of almost fits, but not really. But <laughs> mine is just that uh, I was just thinking while I was reading it, but it feels like either Floyd is like this or his dad is like this. But <laughs> mine's like uh, I just love the bit with. Uh, so we're, we're driving McDonald's and and we're, yeah we're pull and we're pulling in we're like yay and then my dad just orders one black coffee <laughs> and, then, and then that's it and then it just feels like Floyd or his dad would do that just so cold and like yeah loveless or something like that. Yeah. I feel like that's like I feel like you could tie it into like like another scene when like when the therapist is talking to, to the dad again it'd be like one black coffee same motherfucker <laughs> just yeah like, like he's telling them yeah right the therapist like same, same. yeah yeah <laughs> that's so true though yeah um there's a part near the end when he's on the marnie and and his mom and i feel like <laughs> that child reminded me of of the mulaney bit when he's talking about how um how he was like may have to appear in court because uh he sent an email to his friend about like his landlord and it was like it's basically like I feel like 
Deadshot was like this, where he was like, hey, you want me to kill that guy for you? It was very much like he, like he's just freely admitting <laughs> that he's going to kill, like he's going to kill, he's gonna, like, he's going to kill him. I feel like that's like, I feel like it's going to be like 10 years later. They're like, hey, you might, uh, you might have to appear in court. On these <laughs> yeah. days. Like, like what, what for? I love that. It's like, you said you were going to kill your mom. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, like, that's, it's like the equivalent of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, huh. never do that. I never do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Yeah, I, lo- I love how he's. <laughs> it's like he's like I might be late to improv practice. And it was like, do you, you told me to kill your landlord? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. one of my favorite bits. Yeah, so good. Was, was, yeah, that's I love that one so much. Um, nice. That was good. That was good bits. Um, uh, so then our almost last section. Um, uh, it's a uh, music time. People yeah. Music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I only had Wolf Parade, and even then, my my pick is very tenuous. Um, my my pick is weaponized by Wolf Parade because that shot is weaponized. He's got weapons on his arm. <laughs> I like that. That's all. <laughs> I'm nothing deeper than that. It's it's tough. Trying, it's definitely. I was trying to find like songs like about like apathy, or I even googled that. I was like yeah. songs about apathy. <laughs> who Deadshot is? Um, I really have it's that. But that's the only thing I picked. So I just picked that one, but. That's good. I, I like that though. Yeah. Um, I have two. Nice. So, uh, I definitely like. I try to go for vibes and just like how it feels. And I feel like there's there's a, there's a song by Modest Mouse, uh, King Rat, mm-hmm. and it's kind of about mm-hmm. like uh, so like a big part of the song is actually about ex-convicts and how difficult it is to like recently oh, back in society. And I feel crazy. like this the, like. This kind of fits where it's it like fits with with Floyd. It's like he's trying to, even if he were to come back into society, he still has like all, all this trauma behind him. That's like it's he's never going to fully come back uh, mm. to fit in. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely like I think there's a part in here. It's like, but just like it gets really uh, chaotic near the end. I feel like it, it definitely yeah. fits. Like, that's a great song. Just like what's going on in his head. Um, I love it. Oh, that's so good. And there's there's a couple there, there's a, a repeated line that he like that that he says where he's just like I just don't care. And it's <laughs> just like he, like I don't I just don't care where I'm at in my life and like I'm not, I don't care about the who like who I am and how I'm gonna fit in with everybody else. I feel like that's kind of mm. like a good fit for how he is at that point. I love that. <laughs> um, that's great. And then the second one, I love that song. It's it's so intense. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you ever see the uh, the music video for it? Oh, King Rat. Yeah. No, it would. It's really it's it's kind of weird, but um, something really cool about it is that it was directed, or like at least the idea of it was by Heath Ledger. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. I f- uh, forget about that because he helped. Yeah, I remember it like co-directed yeah. or yeah, and it came out possibly. Yeah. But, uh, it was on one of their EPs, right? Like, or we yeah. know it was a B-side album. Like that wasn't. It was one. Like, yeah. It was like one of those. Yeah. It was like it came out like right after it was like oh eight or oh nine. Yeah. yeah, I love it. it. So, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so the second one I have is "Lose Your Soul" by Dead Man's Bones. Ooh, and nice. it's very much like just like the vibe for it, it was just the thing the feeling. I keep saying vibe. Uh, it was just like the feeling for That's it. The word for it. Though. Of uh, yeah, <laughs> of of the song. I think like really fit the the tone and the mood for the like these issues. I'll get to like mm-hmm. the middle show. So. 
but it's just definitely that like like driving feeling and it's just like you're gonna lose your soul like it's it's good like what's gonna happen to floyd is very much like you're just gonna keep getting worse and worse and like Mm -hmm. lose your soul in the process and like like you are that's a great song thank you yeah that's a good one Ryan Gosling's gonna sue us now. He's gonna be like, "I heard you're playing my band." <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, the hell is this shit? That was my yeah. That's, that's my <laughs> it's my band, bro. <laughs> um, so no, that, that's, so that's that was uh, music for humans. <laughs> this is Earth Radio, and now here's human music. Mm-hmm. Huh. Human music. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love that. Did we say this last time where that now this bit is reminding us of uh of um of Doughboys? I mean, like oh, I think we did. He, yeah. he used to play it like from his phone, right? Like how yeah, he was like, like, like yeah. Now he, now he just says it. I he think. just does it by himself. Yeah. I love when he used to like in the early ones I was listening to, he just like played off his phone. It sounds yeah, so it bad. Sounds, yeah, it's like it's like it's just yeah. Like, howdy, howdy. It's just like super like uh other ones when when he's like he's sick and it's just like <laughs> it just like comes out terrible yeah <laughs> so um, good. Uh, um this is like very off top but i'll just ask you now uh have you listened to any any like the live episodes no uh, not really i i, I don't think so i will say they're, they're really good because um especially when they have uh John Gaberson, because he like actively, oh, yeah, <laughs> he actively like antagonizes the audience. There's a couple parts where like people are like are calling out stuff, and he, he's just like uh, he's like, no, this is the part where uh, we talk, not <laughs> not you guys. Yeah, everyone <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's just like telling them to like just stop. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I love listening to that. So uh, I think that's um, any final thoughts on um, that shot? Uh. No, I guess um, I'm glad we, we we took a chance on this. It was definitely like one that I hadn't heard about before, but it was, mm-hmm. it was it was it was something where I was like, all right, I want to take a chance on something and do something like out of my knowledge uh, of like yeah. of, of, of DC series and kind of do something like shot in the dark with this. And I think it worked out. It, it was fun to be able to like explore something like this, mm-hmm. like this. Um, yeah. I, H- I'll try to edit out that hiccup. It's okay. <laughs> I try not to laugh at that. <laughs> it's, it's definitely like, oh my god, the one day I was telling my friend and I had hiccups for like five minutes straight. I felt like I was losing my my fucking mind. It was it was like, and and I was trying to I was trying to play it off like I didn't have hiccups at first because it was like what I was trying to do was as they were talking, I was trying to hold my breath to, to get rid of hiccups. So it just sounded like it was like, and then when 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 I had to reply to something, it just me me being, I was like, yeah, it's definitely, it's a pretty good, pretty good episode. And then <laughs> it was like me trying to catch my breath, but being subtle about it. And they were immediately like, "Did you just get punched in the third by something?" <laughs> like that's how it sounded. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, but, yeah. uh, I was gonna do, uh, if um, you. Oh, sorry, there's something going on outside my door. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> like when you did that voice, like. Oh. What? Like, I was like, did your friends ask you, did you just rip a huge, like, bong hit or something like that? No. Is that the hiccups? Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. That's more on... Actually, more, more, more. Yeah. It's more on brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On it, brand. <laughs> it, 
it definitely sounds like um uh is it I think it's small size Rudy or what is his name? I, I can't his name. Rudy and uh, Buzz Rudy. It, they call him medium size Rudy on a uh, Buzz Burgers. Or... Rudy. That's it. Yeah, I was trying to remember. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, I think that I can remember. Yeah, I think they. Call... I, think, I think it's medium size Rudy and like regular size Rudy because there's right, two. Yeah, something like that. There's yeah. two Rudys. Um, I can't remember oh, which one. Like it's like, and I love like when when he forgets his in- inhaler and like right, how yeah. it just gets worse and just oh. like okay, Rudy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay right now. Like, are you sure, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It gets worse and worse as he's trying to talk. That yeah. character's so funny. <laughs> he's so goofy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, uh, yeah, uh, that it was good. I, I'd, I'd give like yeah. a good like eight point five out of ten. Um, yeah, it was yeah. good solid series. I'm glad you recommended it. And um, yeah, like from like good, you know, like we we said all the flaws, but they had a lot of good strengths. And yeah, I dug it a lot. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. Um. So I'm but, gonna go. Now it's time for recommendation time, or not recommendation. What we're Sorry. reading next? <laughs> Mandatory. <laughs> Mandatory reading. It's like <laughs> everybody read now. Everybody okay, read. Now. Everybody read now. <laughs> um, so I, in my credit, I didn't just think of this five minutes ago. I actually did. <laughs> I actually thought about it, but not that hard. Don't don't get crazy. Uh, oh, I'll say I'll try to go back because like I will. Part of this podcast is an excuse for me to actually use my DC and Marvel apps that I pay for. And I think before we started doing this, I was like, "Shit, I barely read. I'm barely using this these apps, and I'm paying like sixty bucks a year each." But um, which isn't that too bad. But like, but the fact that we're going back and forth with DC and Marvel, I feel like I'm actually getting my money's worth. Um, Yeah, I'm too lazy to do things on my own. I need to put it podcast stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So I figured I'd go back to just stay with the DC Marvel DC Marvel thing. Um, Yeah. So um, I thought of one from my past that uh, I feel like we rented this storyline from the library maybe once or twice, and I remember reading either reading it or never reading it, one of the two. Um, right. And uh, one of the you know when we rent a book, then we never read it, and then we return, and then we rent it again, and we <laughs> never read it, and then we have to return. It. Um, I don't know what you mean, um, but I'm gonna request solo uh, from the library real quick. Like to, oh fuck! That's the, the huge Batman book, wasn't it? That's uh, the one. Yeah. one that was that. like fifteen years. I think of us requesting it. Well, maybe we can cover it one time. But oh, I was thinking, the, yeah. Uh, what uh, Daredevil, Born Again, like it classic, yeah. book, classic <laughs> fucking tale. I never read. <laughs> like, every it's time I open it, I just fall asleep. Yeah, it, it it was one of those ones. I think like this happens to me a lot. Where there's definitely there's definitely like movies and comics. I'm definitely like. I've heard good shit about, it, and I'm like, when I get it, I'm like, cool, yeah, but like, not right now. Like, maybe just maybe some other time, and I'll put it off to the side, and it's just like, no, we're just. <laughs> yeah. And especially with with Born Again was so it was so intimidating, and I think like, you did eventually buy it for me for Christmas, yeah, yeah, um, which is great because then I finally read it, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. this is a, a perfect comic. <laughs> yeah, it, it is incredible, yeah. <laughs> but um, all right, so here I, I try, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to stick with the theme of like just short runs. Like, I mean, maybe yeah. one day we'll we'll try to do like. Like at all of Grant Morrison X Men or something like that, and have like a five hour. Oh my episode god, that'd be, like that. that'd be amazing. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> I would a love live that. episode yeah. where people yeah. can fall in and or not. <laughs> anyway. I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. We'll try playing that one day. But um, but yeah, yeah. sticking with like the five, four or five issues. So the one I picked was um, it's called Hulk uh, Tempest Fugit. Um, oh wow. Yeah, and uh, and I don't I had to look up, but it has some good details. So it's written by Peter David. And it's drawn by Lee Weeks, who uh, you know, does a lot of Batman now. Oh shit! You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's that's, and I'll tell you, the, the issues are: it's Hulk 
um, when in 1999, uh, seven, number 77. So, uh, oh, wow. and it came, it was published in January 2005. So, wow. Um, it's funny because I looked up Incredible Hulk and I was like, where the fuck is it? And then I guess for some reason <laughs> they were just going Hulk for like, they're just, years. yeah, like know, for a bit. Whatever. Yeah. I like um, when they do that sometimes with like, uh, especially Marvel will do that where they're like, not the amazing Spider Man, just mm, Spider Man. And just like, oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> He's not uh, as good as he's not as amazing not. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. So it's uh. So yeah. Hulk number seventy-seven. So anyone listening at home, yeah, they can read that along. So we'll do that in two weeks, and then um, get ready for that. So, uh, that's all I have for this episode. So bookmark that. Get ready to read that, and I'll get ready to read it five minutes before we record. <laughs> like I used to do. So. Um. But yeah. No. But uh. Yeah. That's awesome. But, yeah, so um, well, hopefully we can have uh, uh, down to podcast business. Hopefully we can we're having some other things that we're working on. I know we're maybe trying to coordinate one to do that, the big one, the surprise one about the certain movie, and then we're <laughs> then we were talking about our other brother Steve about doing a, a smaller one. We could even do that. Um, yeah, with him. So maybe we can talk to him about that. So um, this is just producer's notes. We're you yeah. you all have to hear this now. This is just <laughs> yeah. This is just part of it. Yeah. You can... uh, um, so that, yeah, just look out for in the mall. I'll see. I'll talk to Ali if we can do some more dinner and movies. We had one movie in yeah, and a and a food in in mind. So I'll talk to her about that. So nice, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, look out for that. Look out for some things on this channel. Uh, uh, what? I I I think I won't cut anyone off this time. What's your <laughs> what's your uh, oh. your your stuff? Uh, your social right. media. I don't know. I, I was I wasn't sure if I could do I, I could do this. Uh, um, no. the, the bit. Okay. <laughs> it's, <okay. laughs> it's like a it's like an X Men thing. It's like <laughs> the bit is dead. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Hyde. Um, you can find me talking about video games on Capping Co op. Um, you can find my writing at Wegman dot com. Um, you can check out the Orioles season. Uh, I mean. Uh, uh, I have no relation to the the, the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, you are the man the whole time. You're just fucking with them. <laughs> ah, just, I am. Both mask. I am the Brandon just, Hyde. It's the same face. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I think, well, I don't know. I don't think I, guess, I. I haven't gotten any tweets, so I think maybe oh, they're so maybe they're doing, okay. so that's, they're doing like yeah. horribly, but then they're not. Doing right. That's the yeah. Or I guess like, they're doing amazingly or good, <laughs> but if they're doing horribly, you'd, you'd be getting like tweeted. I would know. Yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> I'd be getting earful about <laughs> my decisions. Wait, I'm kind of mad that I'm, I'm not getting. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a duck. What is drop there? Oh. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we we say this a lot, but uh, if you can support your local comic shop, um, and support small artists, uh, local, and that you like online. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, um, so yeah, my social media, it's uh, at Elscorcho177. The podcast, uh, I think, uh, is at Hyde Podcast. Uh, uh, just tweet that or uh, send us an email. I never check it. It's uh, I think it's <laughs> Hyde Podcast at Hotmail.com or something. Or it's Hyde and Go Seek at Hotmail.com. Send an email over there. I'll probably never check it. Uh, but just tweet at us. Uh, yeah, let us know what you're thinking. If there are any suggestions or ideas or anything, yeah, um, just let us know. And then uh, you have to keep, uh, yeah, like you said, support local artists. Um, you know, give us money. Uh, I think there's a way to do it. 
do it through anchor. Us, I don't know. We're the artists. Yeah. Yeah. Give us. We're the. We do art. <laughs> we're you know bare minimum of art. Talking to a microphone every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Support your local comic book shop and uh, tweet at the artists, tweet at the 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 yeah. creators. You know, uh, and then yeah, uh, keep keep reading, keep listening, and have a good two weeks. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.